the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing in more. Holly Holm. Who's Holly Holm? Give you a second. Her second-round knockout of Ronda Rousey in an Ultimate Fighting Championship match last Saturday is helping boost the fortunes of the parent company. The credit rating firm um, Standard & Poor's raised its outlook on Zufa LLC's $539 million in loans. So basically a marquee fight, bringing in higher pay-per-view and ticket revenue, um, helping a company. Who would have thought that Ronda Rousey could change the Standard Poor's ratings of a company. Mortgage loan rates increasing ever so slightly again on all four major types of fixed rates. Uh, the average interest on a 15-year fixed is now 3.4%. Um, 30-year fixed conforming is 4.0%. So continuing to take a little bit higher. Lyft executives say the company's on track to hit $1 billion in gross annual revenue. Good for them. Um, I like them a little bit more than Lyft. just feels friendlier. Um, I like Lyft a little bit more than Uber. Amazon's going to roll out deals every five minutes. So last year they had lightning deals every 10 minutes. This year they're making it every five minutes. Gold down 10% in the last 30 days. What's next for gold? I don't see any reprieve for gold until uh, the dollar gets weaker, and I don't see the demand story really helping it. Uh, Uh, Jack Dorsey Square and Match.com coming public this week. Uh, So Tender is coming public. The CEO of Tender just really embarrassed himself in an interview. He didn't know what the word sodomy meant. And uh, it just goes to show that there's a lot of young CEOs that they're really young, (laughs) like in an awkward way. Lowe's profit and sales rose above expectations. That's nice to see. Consumers showing more of a willingness to spend money replacing windows and upgrading countertops. Target reported profits and sales growth that was attractive. Another quarter of sales gains at the existing same-store sales. Um, Apple share is going to soar 43%, according to Goldman Sachs. They've named Apple a conviction buy. They think it's too cheap of a company. They think that the services will help uh, guide the stock higher. 
Apple's buying back a crazy amount of stock. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton, talk a little financial planning with CFP Chad Burton. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton, talking all things financial. Mr. Burton, this is a topic that I kind of want to bring up. It's kind of near and dear to me. My mom, she's now in that 80-plus category, and she's losing her mind. She thought someone came into her house and stole her dryer, and it's the same dryer that was there. And you can't talk to her. Like, she's all batty. Um, so I've, that's my mom. Um, she pays some people, like, $200 to shovel snow. $200 to shovel snow. She's batty. Let's talk a little bit about financial planning and, like, you know, some of these issues that come up as you get older. Because right. you have to put your trust in someone. She's got her trust in, you know, her sons, which she's lucky, you know. But she still does buy some crap on QVC that drives us crazy. Oh, man. I know about my grandmother who was in a memory care facility before she passed had four different subscriptions to Reader's Digest. Two, the normal print. Okay. And two of the extra large print version that they also will give to seniors okay. that have bad eyes. What is Reader's uh, Digest all about? Yeah, but have you ever read the short stories in Reader's Digest? I haven't. I remember reading those as a kid all the time because my grandparents always had Digest. I always saw them around the house, and I was like, I don't want to read that. Like, I'd look at it. I think and the it's... short stories are really good. Okay. Yeah, you would like it. Okay. Being a so author. Senior scams and everything. Yeah. How do we fight it? Um. Well, it's you know part of the communication of even having a long-term care plan, especially now that long-term care insurance is so expensive and most yeah. people that are over 70 can't get it anyway, um, is having that family discussion who's going to be responsible for it. Yeah. And doing a family identity theft protection service is very important too. Okay, why so is that? Part of, well, because it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Um, I had an insurance agent mail me a document, email me a document regarding a client situation. Yeah. That document had the social security number of both my clients and the social security numbers of their children on the document by email, no encrypt. I don't know what email server this guy uses. I don't know if they have you know, firewalls and things like that. And I chewed them out. I said, don't ever email these documents again. Yeah. You um, chewed me out about passwords. Yeah. Chad and, uses crazy passwords. It's always like ampersand dash two <laughs> underscore capital four. No, it's like I didn't even know there was a capital for, for numbers, but there is. Yeah, we have passwords and then the auth anvil where you you know have to get get your phone out and get a an eight digit code that yeah. changes every time you sign in. Um, our wealth management site does the same thing, so it, it, I think security is important, but it's it's still going to happen. I think um, one of the things that you kind of said there was you're going to have to work with a family member or someone trusted. Mm -hmm. But if you're a family member and you're helping mom with her bills and long term care, you need to read those contracts. You need to learn, like, because uh, that's, like, my mom couldn't handle her own long-term care at this point. Right. Uh, and she'd get ripped. She'd, you know, the hospital's not going to read it for her, and the hospital's going to charge her. And then, you know, she's in, she's going to end up paying if she doesn't do it right. The, and there's countless stories, and there are medical bill consultants that are out there, too, which which might be helpful for people that are dealing with big health issues of mom or dad that had a health crisis. but. You know, part of doing a family plan is also realizing that the person that's going to spend the time helping mom with all those situations, yeah. a lot of times that person might be in a separate state that is looking out saying, oh, well, you know, why are they getting more? The person that helps mom or dad, you know, it's okay to compensate them extra, give yeah. them a little bit more because they were there for them. They took the time out of their job or whatever. It's a lot of work. It's very stressful. Now that you mentioned, I know two people who's... Um, siblings hate each other mm -hmm. because he lives right next to mom 
and doesn't go visit her. And I take care of her, and he wants more. Yeah. Um, he wants the house because he thinks he's entitled to it. And I, I've seen, and there, there's another one where it's just it's just downright nasty, and there's legal issues between siblings about who's taking care of mom and how it's being done and why are the finances disappearing. Right. How can people do that, Chad? I don't know, but, you know, if mom and dad are smart enough to compensate a, a person for that, it needs to be clearly will, written in the trust. Yeah. Um, it's almost better, that, rather than cutting somebody out of a will, is to leave them $5,000, right? And so you get that, and this is all you're getting, and be very clear on that than have any ambiguity of, oh, mom was just losing it when she did the trust, so she right. was going to put me in the trust, but she forgot I was existent, and this is then problem. they sue. So if you have a financial plan, you should discuss the financial plan with your children long before you die. My dad died without telling us how much insurance he had. Policy had recently lapsed. Died without telling us how much credit card debt he had. He had about 60000 mm-hmm. Um So while my mom was mourning him, I was going through and finding out my dad was a financial disaster. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of tragic because I should have been mourning him too. And we should have a financial planner like Chad Burton say, guys, sorry about your dad. Everything's covered. We didn't have that. So anyway, that's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. One of the more interesting areas that we're starting to see right now is California's becoming kind of a hub for the automobile industry, which you wouldn't really typically think of when you're thinking of engineering. You know, for 100-plus years, mechanical engineering have kind of dominated the industry, but now it's all about software engineering. Well, it's not all about, but it's certainly moving that way. Um, automotive powerhouses with offices in Silicon Valley include Toyota, Honda, Hyundai, Volkswagen, BMW, Mercedes-Benz, Nissan, obviously Tesla, Google, Apple. Um, it's kind of an industry in high gear in California. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. And your money on AM twelve twenty KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. My personal belief is that men created the world, but women refined it. And when it comes to investing, I think women are better investors than men. There's a Vanguard study of participants in retirement saving plans that oversees. Basically, it shows that men's 401k account balances are significantly larger than women's, on average by 123,000 versus 80,000. But in this case, you don't want to equate size with retirement planning effectiveness. Despite lower balances, women are still much, 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 much better retirement planners than men, and you should emulate them if you want to get a secure retirement. 
women are more likely to participate in a 401k than men. The single best thing you can do, period, in my mind, no doubt, to improve your chances to retire is to save on a regular basis. If you can take advantage of a tax advantage plan like a 401k or a 403b, um, that's your first step. 73% of women versus 66% of men enroll in their employer plan. And this is true of women who make less than 30000 or more than 100000 So income doesn't seem to be tied towards participation rates. Women tend to save a higher percentage of salary than men. I think everyone should be saving 15% if you want to get to retirement. You should have somewhere between ten dollars and $40,000 saved by the time you're 30. Otherwise, you're falling behind. You should have somewhere between a hundred and four hundred thousand saved by the age of forty. Otherwise, you're probably going to work till the day you die. Women save a higher percentage than men. Difference isn't that big. Women save about seven percent of salary. Men save about six point eight. The gap widens the more money you make, though. So, women earning seventy-five thousand to a hundred thousand dollars a year saved eight point six percent of pay versus 7.4% for the males. And when you earn more than 100,000, it's 9% versus eight, you know, just under 8% for men. Women invest more prudently than men. And I think that really helps. Conventional wisdom holds that women are more risk-averse investors and thus less likely to invest for growth than men, but Vanguard data showed that based on some 3.6 million accounts, when it comes to their overall stock allocation, men and women are pretty similar, but there's some differences. Women are more likely than men to choose an investment that contains a diversified mix of stocks and bonds, such as target date funds, whereas men tend to go for individual stocks and bond funds. I'd say this gives the edge to women, if only because research shows that diversification target date funds cuts down on mistakes. you got to cut down on mistakes to become a better winner. Investor winner. Um, American Airlines just did something that kind of has me a little angry. They're the biggest airline in the United States. They announced that it's changing its frequent flyer program to reward money spent rather than distance flown, making it harder to reward travel with budget flights. The move is similar to changes made to other loyalty programs for Delta and United. And it's been long anticipated by investors. The policy change is sure to stir some things up in travel hacking, in which people read the fine print to gain loyalty programs and fly for cheap or even free. I don't know. It just seems like... Uh, it seems like it's... It, I don't like the... Um, take it back away from us kind of thing that seems to go on. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Tyson has recalled some smelly chicken wings. I know you can't make this stuff up, can you? Um, More than 52,000 pounds of stinky chicken are headed back to the factory. Um, 52,000 pounds of buffalo wings due to an off odor. So... If you've bought a 28-ounce retail bag of Tyson's Anytizers, fully cooked hot wings, they're basically chicken wing sections coated with flavorful hot and tangy sauce. How does the hot and tangy sauce not kill the odor? 
I don't know. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. One area that I think we're getting, it's getting trickier and trickier. Tricker. Tricker. You're using that trickery. Um, divorce. You know, divorce is an emotionally charged process. You eventually get to a divorce settlement. It seems fair. It seems reasonable. It seems satisfying. Chances are, you know, that it's not. Chances are one of the two of you is going to be confused, frustrated, and adversarial. Um, You know, some of the problems you might face in divorce is getting someone to pay child support, enforcing it. Um, Trying to ensure compliance, you know, with custody. Non-payment of debts. A lot of people get divorced, and the first thing they do before the divorce is final, they've announced their divorce, is they go out and spend a lot of money on the credit card because they think they deserve it. A lot of women, especially on the East Coast, go for the house. Um, I believe in death and divorce. Everything should be sold and divided equally on a cash level. I think the 401k should be split 50-50. I think the house should be sold and uh, split 50-50 on the cash. You can always find somewhere to live, but we get emotional. And we're like, I don't, at this time, I don't want to like ruin my kids' lives and pull them out of their school and their friends. Kids will bounce back. Don't take the house. Finding a place to live is a lot easier than getting a hundred to four hundred thousand dollars in your four hundred one k by age forty, than getting ten to twenty times your salary by the time you retire. Um. So. I'd say in divorce, it's really, really important that you remember that you once loved this person. And for the sake of finances, you use uh, an arbitrator and not an attorney to get your divorce. It'll probably save you over $30,000, of which you can split. And you can have more money and you can go to Vegas and forget your spouse. Uh, Whatever. Um, I like the using a divorce financial planner. Um, I like using a divorce mediator. Um, you know, it's pretty well known that I was married for under a year, and it was a disaster. And, you know, anytime you marry a Playboy model, men around the world are going to be hitting her up, and she kind of fell for it. Um, we went with a mediator. Saved a lot of money. And uh, ultimately, I'm not going to say it saved our relationship <laughs> because it didn't, but... I'm not cursing her right now, if you know what I'm saying. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money 
on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. A lot of Americans could probably think of, you know, right now, name the types of insurance you have. Easy one, right? Car, auto. Then you start thinking health insurance. Got that one. Then you start thinking maybe life insurance. And then you start running out of some of the insurances in your life. But property and casualty, not a bad one to have. Um, down payment insurance is something you probably don't need. It promises to protect the down payment on your home at the real estate market yourself. The part, product's called Plus. Plus, plus. Uh, isn't designed for speculative buyers. You have to live in the home and you can't make a claim on the insurance for two years while it lapses after seven. It's designed for borrowers who have might have to move suddenly for a job. You probably don't need it. You probably don't need debt cancellation or debt suspension agreements. Um, home warranty insurance. Um, you know, I was thinking about picking up an iPad, and one of the best warranties you can have is, is using your American Express card or your Visa signature card. You really should take a look at what terms and conditions come with your credit cards, because if you use an Amex to buy, say, an Apple product, and the manufacturer says, I'm going to cover it for one year. Uh, with Amex, it'll cover it for two years, and same with the Visa Signature in most cases. Consult your terms and conditions before, you know, taking my word for it. But um, that's why I buy everything with an Amex, that, that, you know, laptops, computers, and things like that. And all you have to do is if in the second year, if your iPad breaks, let's say the screen breaks, you go to Apple, you say, how much is it going to cost to get it fixed? They'll give you a receipt. You take a picture of it. You send it to Amex. They take it off your bill. Just that kind of simple. So another type of insurance you don't need, and this one is kind of the creepy one, is child insurance, life insurance on your child. And if you have a kid and you watch any sort of kids' television, you'll see that Gerber life insurance, the Gerber grow-up plan, or the Gerber life college plan. And yes, you can borrow money from yourself in the future. And it's just pennies a day. What you could do is you could start saving pennies a day and you'll have that. Kids don't typically die. The risk of a child dying compared with an adult breadwinner is tiny. And in the case of a child, unless they're, you know, Mary Kate or Ashley Olson, you know, there's no major lost wages that have to be ups- offset by the penalty. So take that 30 to $50 a month and put it into a, a mutual fund one that we've mentioned on the show, a good Vanguard fund, for instance. Uh, you probably don't need to insure body parts. So, Troy Palamalu, I think that's how I say it. Uh, Pittsburgh Steeler, he's the guy with crazy hair. He insured his hair for $1 million while, you know, starring in Head and Shoulders commercials. Uh, Lloyd said that a hair and scalp clinical specialist known as a trichologist examined Palamu's hair before the policy was underwritten. The policy would have paid out if he lost more than 60% of his hair in an accident. Kansas City Chiefs running back Larry Johnson infamously grabbed the guy's hair at one point in time in a last-ditch effort to prevent him from scoring a touchdown. So 
what had happened if you know he'd taken out his hair. Not many people need to insure their hair. Let's talk a little real estate. Let's bring in Tony Mendez with Bay Area Loan Source. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Tony specializes in mortgage lending. He also has a show here on KDOW, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. That's, again, all about real estate and lending and how to get the loan for the home of your dreams. Tony, we have seen a virtual cycle play out numerous times, it feels like. Adjustable rate mortgages were popular. Then they became un- – then they got to kind of the point where they turned into hybrids where, you know, no document loans. And then we got back to let's kill those off for a while and go to 30 years and 15 years. Uh, real estate prices are down. People go with a 30. Real estate prices are up. They go with the arm. What's an arm? Well, it's an adjustable rate mortgage, and you can it's amortized for 30 years, which means your payments are going to be calculated over a 30-year period based on whatever rate you have at the time. A three-year arm, for example, means you're fixed for three years, and then after the third year, you become an adjustable. And you- Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Tony specializes in mortgage lending. He also has a show here on KDOW, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. That's, again, all about real estate and lending and how to get the loan for the home of your dreams. Tony, we have seen a virtual cycle play out numerous times, it feels like. Adjustable rate mortgages were popular. Then they became un- – then they got to kind of the point where they turned into hybrids where, you know, no document loans. And then we got back to let's kill those off for a while and go to 30 years and 15 years. Uh, real estate prices are down. People go with a 30. Real estate prices are up. They go with the arm. What's an arm? Well, it's an adjustable rate mortgage, and you can it's amortized for 30 years, which means your payments are going to be calculated over a 30-year period based on whatever rate you have at the time. A three-year arm, for example, means you're fixed for three years, and then after the third year, you become an adjustable. And you can adjust quite a bit based on a certain index. That index could be anything from the LIBOR to one of the treasury uh, um, accounts so or indexes. So it's not meant for everybody because after that fixed period, your payments could go up dramatically. So it's, it's a specific product that people use as a tool to keep their payments lower. That's the number one advantage of an arm, adjustable rate mortgage, is that the rate's going to be about a half a point, sometimes a point lower than what you get on a 30-year fix. The shorter the term arm or the arm term, the lower the rate. So let's say you're staying in your house for three years. Right. And get a three-year arm. Why would you get a 30-year fix at a point higher than and then a 30-year than a three-year arm and save you know ten thousand dollars over that period of time? So that's why an arm makes sense. Does the property come into play? For instance, can you get an arm on a condo or townhouse? Um, you can, but, but an arm is a riskier product. So you need higher credit scores. You right. need higher equity. Uh, you know, in a lot of cases, you need 25% or more equity to get an arm. Even though lately. Jumbo arms have become more aggressive. You can go up to 80%, but over 80%, you're done unless you get an FHA loan, which are pricey to begin with. It kind of negates the benefit of having an arm. And part of the whole cycle, again, is at some point in time, you're going to be able to get up to 103% on all these products because we get to the point where we keep loosening standards, loosening standards, loosening standards. Disaster. Disaster. And then we tighten standards, and then we loosen them, loosen them, loosen them. This was a pretty tragic event that happened uh, to the housing industry, and and they've since then become populated. And it's going to continue getting tougher, but it right now I'd say we're about what we were in 99 to 2000 as far as guidelines. And then, you know, you know what, hit the fan, and 
lenders started going crazy with the NEGAM loans, loans that would actually increase your balance based on a start rate of like 1%, those aren't going to come back. So we're going to be a little bit more conservative as far as the type of products available and close some of the doors on, on risky products like the, the NEGAM. Uh, I guess I just said the same thing over, but it really does emphasize that lenders are scared about selling these products back to the, the secondary market, and they're going to continue over being over-regulated and over uh, um, criticize your loan scenario. Speaking of Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com, how often or how much money do you make? Is it different for an arm versus a 15-year versus a 30-year? It, it, it's not. Okay. Uh, one of the things that did change is the way that lenders and loan officers and brokers are compensated so that they charge the same for each scenario. Um, but in the past, uh, we used to have lenders that co- came to our office and they would promote certain products, not the ones that were the best for the client, but the best for the loan officer to make the most money. That's where we got in the most trouble is loan officers were looking to make the most money and selling the wrong products to the clients. That's gone away. So what else should we know about that cash scenario or about the real, the scenario where you use a lender, you want them to make money, but you don't want them to make too much money? And you don't want them to make nothing because then they're not going to really work for you and get to know you. Right. The first thing you want to do is just make sure that you have the right scenario, good credit, you want equity in your property, good income, and you don't want to stray off of that path because there are some, you know, you have to use FHA or you have to use a private money loan. You want to stick in the mainstream. That's why I'm worried about this private sector um, funding that Obama's trying to push. It's, it could make it a lot worse for people in higher rates. So you want to first make sure your scenario is correct, and then you want to do some shopping. I like using a broker because brokers use several different lenders that could fit your scenario into their slot, where if you did it on your own and you tried to go to one lender and then another lender, you're running your credit more often, and you may not hit the right lender that has the right scenario. So there are several things that you can do to make sure that you ensure that you end up with the right pricing, get a good faith estimate, make sure you shop on the right the same day uh, because rates change quite often, and there's some quite a few other tools that you can use. Thanks very much. You can find Tony Mendez at BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Getting to know the right product, getting to know the right lender, I think is critical. You do not want to be in a scenario where you go into a bank and try to get a loan because you're not going to get the product that's right for you. You're going to get the product that they want to push to you. You're listening to me, Rob Black. That's Tony Mendez, and you can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Biggest liability in your home, what's the number one claim on homeowner's insurance? Do you know what it is? It's dog bites. And dogs aren't cheap. If you uh, have to cover dog babysitting needs, a uh, 15-minute walk for one dog generally costs 15 to $17. $42 a day for doggy daycare minimum. People spend a ton of money on vets and shots and such. Dogs aren't cheap. They're not as much as kids, but they're not cheap either. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblack.com. That's robblack.com.
listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about, whether it's divorces and the costs of breaking up. Whether it's, should you buy the biggest house on the smallest street, or the smallest house on the best street? There's so many different angles to take when it comes to money. Uh, My hopeful goal for you is to get you to retirement. To get you to thinking, you know, efficiently as possible. You know that there's products that I don't like. I don't like annuities, I don't like private REITs. Uh, I find that they help the person who sells them the most and not necessarily you. And I know that you want, you know, someone to tell you exactly what to do, but the best thing you can do financially speaking is learn to do it yourself and learn what products are out there. And when it comes time to manage it, let someone else help you. But when it comes time to accumulate it, you need to do that on your own, uh, in my opinion. So accumulating wealth versus managing wealth. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Mobile payments take just a second to transact. And credit card payments, one of the annoying things with the new chip technology, it takes about 15 seconds. If you go to Home Depot and you put your card in the reader, it takes a little bit of time for it to process now. So... Mobile payments are going to be huge going forward. First data processes nearly half of the U.S.-based consumer payments. They facilitate about $1.9 trillion in transactions per year. Requiring additional hardware to transfer funds could limit companies' expansion as payment processors. Apple is reportedly in, in talks with banks about its own person-to-person payment system. The fact that there's no additional hardware with Apple's new person-to-person system will make it more attractive than other payment systems. PayPal's person-to-person payments app Venmo also works without additional hardware. Square is jumping in. They're facing a crop of startups as well. There's a Swedish firm called iZettle. They offer a reader and software to process credit card transactions. Flint Mobile Payment Systems works by scanning cards, not swiping them, so it doesn't require any additional hardware. Um, But you're going to see a lot of business in in this area. So far, Square has advanced more than $300 million and 90% of small businesses that were offered a second advance chose to accept it. So Square is in the business of cash advances to small businesses as well. So it's not quite as easy to read as you would think. Um, so we're going to see Square come public this week, and it's kind of got an all-in-one solution that people are interested in. Uh, they're losing a lot of money. If they IPO somewhere between 11 and 13, which is where it's pricing, if the first trade goes somewhere close to that, it could be interesting. Goldman Sachs is calling Apple out and saying the stock could be $163 if it was priced on 15 times earnings versus 11. And they expect that to happen over time. This year, Apple's going to generate about $467 in revenues per iPhone user above Google's 44 and Facebook's 11. Apple's going to have an install base of 700 million people in 2017. They're very loyal. Um, I have, in the last few years, gone completely to Apple. 
because I was kind of tired of buying a movie at Amazon or Google, buying music at Amazon, and then dropping the Amazon player completely. So given the number of services being launched by Apple, the average revenue per user could be about 150 plus bucks a month. Um, and ARPU, average revenue per user, currently of about 42. So people who have Apple products tend to use those Apple products and services. So it's an interesting thing to note. Again, not something to get wildly excited about. Um, any analyst upgrade, you know, is out of context for you. And that's one of the areas that I, you know, always want you to be cautious on. Warren Buffett's not having the best year. In fact, he's having a pretty darn bad year, all things considered. Um, it's pretty disappointing. Warren Buffett's seen his Berkshire Hathaway fall more than 11% this year. Uh, he's underperformed the S&P 500 by more than 10%. This is highly unusual. Um, he tends to underperform when the S&P skyrockets and outperform when the stocks as a whole do less well. So, um, so this year, in kind of a block out of year, he, he's hit a rough patch. So would you bet on him in the future? I would. Buffett has managed to keep himself busy this year. He announced a $37 billion acquisition of aerospace supplier Precision Cast Parts. He's had some stinkers. Uh, IBM's in his portfolio, and IBM's been a stinker, a bad stinker. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Fairchild Semiconductor is going to be acquired by On Semiconductor for $20 a share. Uh, biotech stocks are doing well today. Uh, I'm showing you that there's a little bit of speculation in the market tied towards, you know, uh, where to put your money. Um, anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. So the S&P 500 opened higher, and it's moved higher. Um, same with the Dow, same with the NASDAQ. So both, all three indices are up about three quarters of 1%, so that's a pretty good day. Um, oil is sitting at $40 a barrel, $41 a barrel. Ten-year treasury bonds, it's 2.28%, of which mortgage rates have started to creep a little bit higher. Gold's down 10% in the last month. I do not see any reprieve for gold until the dollar gets weaker, and that is not a reason to own gold. Um, I'm not a big fan of gold. I'm not a big fan of annuities. I'm not a big fan of private REITs. Housing starts hit a seven-month low. Setback is seen as temporary, um, worthy of note on housing. Now, again, bad news for housing starts is good news for homeowners because uh, there's going to be fewer homes built. That's the idea, at least. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Find me on Twitter, Rob Black Show. Find me on YouTube, Rob Black Show. Take care. Talk to you soon. Views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.